pleasure, provocation, passion, just some of the words that came to my mind and through my heart as I pursued this book, a reunion with the old forgotten favorite books and an introduction to some dazzling new ones. This is a book to go to bed with and to wake up to and to browse through in between. Witty essays on books and bookishness are as addictive as literary potato chips. You simply cannot stop with just one. Not only do they wait your ta- wet your tap at your wet your appetite for the many volumes you so engagingly recommends, they give you a craving for more of Durta's own quirky personality. I want more. Oh, and so says it of. Uh, Michael Darday's new collection or a collection here entitled Browsing's A Year of Reading, Collecting and Living with Books. And that was some uh, really nice uh, reviews from Asir Nafisi of, uh, he's a number one New York bestseller author of Reading Lolita in Tyran, as well as uh, a good review too from Alberta Miguel, author of A History of Reading and Curiosity. So, without further ado, you know who I am. I'm Petra Vernon, host of Mostly Essays, where we review mostly essays. And today we will look at the winner of the Pulitzer Prize, Michael, Michael Durda's essay entitled Twilight of an Author. We look at a quick excerpt uh, which focuses on writer's block. Occasionally, of course, full fledged writer's block sets in. The harder you try, the worse it becomes. Frustration intensifies before ushering in a long visit from that pilgrim's progress favorite, the giant despair. His voice echoes in your head. Everyone knows you're not any good. Never were really, just an untalented phony from the get-go. Face it, you've been kidding yourself for years. Your so-called work is completely hopeless, not even a joke. And whatever gave you the idea that you could write in the first place, well, look at this pitiful stuff. No one even cares anyway. Sometimes writer's block can be overcome with luck, persistence, and various subterfuges. Robert Shackley's uh, master of the black humid science fiction story suddenly found that his steady flow of ideas had dried up. There'd been too many drugs, too much hard living, but eventually he started to produce sellable material again by telling himself, I can no longer write real Shackley stories, that's obvious even to me, but I can certainly turn out imitation Shackley stories, and so he did. For readers, though, these imitations were okay, they were great, but still enjoyable, still Shackley-seek. And in fact, this is what many writers gradually end up doing in their later years. More and more, they become pale imitations of themselves, reworking old themes, retelling the same old jokes, and relying on professional smoothness to cover up the lack of freshness and originality, while kindly friends assure them, really, that they've still got it, still got it. And editors seem to blue pencil their submissions more and more, or refuse their work altogether because they're overbooked. Eventually the day arrives though when Robert Frost's provide provide pops into the grain head. No memory of having starred atones for later disregard or keep the end from being hard. But what's the writer to do though? 
should he or she just pack it all in or how then will the rent get paid or what about the car insurance so you put a willy Loman shine on your shoes a gene keller smile on your face and you're soldier on hey sid there i was wondering if you could use an article on at night though the righteous jews blaming the hated literary establishment which refuses to acknowledge you know real talent younger people nothing but good looks probably sleeping with the judges take home the awards and the big fellowships there really is no justice really and before long the tab at the local salon is running into triple digits and if illness is on strike so much the worse especially with so much left unaccomplished all you want really is to bring out one more good book the one you know that will finally redeem will redeem all the dashed hopes and dreams not since the great Gatsby, though has any novel so beautifully captured the american experience these are the poems keep would have written had he lived or forbear would envy such prose such essays change forever the way we think about literature and on and on and on but finally instead of such praise and plaudence one hears only the rasping voice of the eternal pub keeper hurry up please it's time let me stress though that none of this applies to you or me nope could never happen to you or me not in a million years provide provide <laughs>